Today's episode is brought to you by Wells Financial Legacy. Have you recently been denied credit? Do you know your credit score? And if so, is it above 750? If not, don't worry. Give Wells Financial Legacy a call at 1-800-339-8034 and set up a free confidential consultation with a specialist. Today's show is also brought to you by Organifi, the best tasting green blend on the market. They're cold processed, guys, to retain all of the nutrients. And if you're looking to fill all the nutritional gaps and buffer out that new stress that your body has to deal with on a daily basis, check out Organifi.com. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com and use the promo code SUCCESS to save 20% on your order. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast mode. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Phillips. The sensational sensation, y'all. Mr. Wesley, if you're nasty. And uh, and also Douglas, the hip-hop preacher, is on the line. What's going on, Douglas? What it do, what it do, what it do. Man, and we have a special guest, but I'm going to wait to introduce him. I'm going to give him his proper introduction because um, I want to catch up with the fellas really quick. And uh, yeah, E, uh, you, you just celebrated a birthday, man. So so tell us about it. You know, I know the listeners on the podcast, they didn't get a chance to uh, celebrate it with you like Carl and I did. We were actually at the conference and we surprised you with a cake right as you were getting ready to speak. Did, were, were you surprised or did you know it was coming? Uh, like, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, surprised. Yeah, did it throw you off? Because yeah. I, I like literally interrupted yeah, yeah, you I right as you were starting I mean, your I message. Didn't, uh, you guys didn't, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't do that. You know what I'm saying? So I had no way of knowing. I'll be honest, you know, maybe a week before I kind of thought, okay, my birthday is close to the, you know, the actual event. So maybe we're going to do something. You know what I'm saying? Maybe like afterwards we're going to get together or something or maybe before i don't know but i i I definitely when i got up to speak i didn't think about it because it's kind of like okay we own and pop it like you know what i'm saying like we here so apparently ain't that you know what i'm saying like apparently ain't nothing about to happen because i'm about to get up to speak (laughs) yeah and for those of you who when he says we don't normally do this i don't know that carl (laughs) myself or e has ever called each other on our birthday and said happy birthday. Like, I don't even know, like nah. literally one time. I remember it was like two weeks after Carl's birthday. Somebody was like, yeah, it was on Carl's birthday. I was like, when was Carl's birthday? It was like two <laughs> weeks prior to that. My birthday come, go, they don't say nothing. We're not really big on birthdays Well, well let, me, let, me, um, let me explain, can somebody hey, think, you know, we, get the wrong idea? I am a flamingo, you know, but I kind of like when we go on vacations together, you know, we, uh, we do conferences, we go out to eat and do stuff. So. I'm the kind of person, man, I'm, I don't really get into that one day thing. Like I got to wait to buy my wife roses on February or whatever it is, 14th, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, wait for anniversaries or whatever. I try to do stuff throughout the course of the year. And especially, you know, when you talk about September 3rd, like that could fall, that date I could be working or Didi could be working. So I think what we try to do is celebrate each other throughout the course of the year, man. Yeah, no, 100%. And uh, how old are you now? Are you allowed to say that? Or are you celebrity oh, has grown to the point? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Has your celebrity grown to the point where now we lying about your age and say you're 36? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know how they do in Hollywood. What's your, act, what's your pro, what's your, your stage age? 
Yeah, what can I say this to you? I'm definitely younger than the, the Eric Thomas on the, the bio. You know what I'm saying? That dude like 50-something years old, so I'm <laughs> definitely younger than him. So, you know, it's all good. I think he might be 55, 53, 53 to 55. Oh, so no doubt. I feel real good that I'm, I'm a lot younger than the guy, the guy on uh, – on a, on, on a Wiki, Wikipedia. You are creeping that nifty, nifty 50, though. Ooh, nifty 50. Yeah, you're getting nifty around that 50. corner. She'll be coming hey. around the mountain when she um, comes. Real quick, man, I want to do, uh, I want to do, I, I want to let E vent. Um, we, we have a gazelle of the week this week. And yeah. um, uh, I'm uh. talking about that gazelle, of, I, I, I mean, as a staff. And uh, the gazelle of the week is the Hyatt uh, Valet staff. And I'll let hmm. E, I, for some reason, E got bad luck with valets. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but I turned around. E was, looked like he needed to get rebaptized again. I'm like, E, <laughs> what's going on? E about to choke out the man at the valet. I'm like, E, it's your birthday, bro. Relax. And E, uh, you can take it from here. But what happened at the valet stand? And why are they getting Gazelle of the Week at the Hyatt on Capitol? Valet staff. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm calling them out, Carl. He said we got to start calling them out so they're accountable. Um, but, but I'll be honest with you guys. You know, I did a phenomenal job. You know, I'm not, uh, I, I don't think, you know, the rebaptize means that you don't hold people accountable. <laughs> you know, uh, you still got to hold people accountable. And what I attempted to do was, you know, I didn't say anything the first five minutes, the first 10 minutes. The first oh no! Take it, take it before that though. You take it before that when you pulled up. Yeah. Well, oh, you saying when I pulled up? Oh yeah, when we all pulled up, we all had to. So let, you, you, let me set oh, the stage. You can up, take see? it to the actual yeah, moment. I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. But let me talk about. Let, let me set yeah, the stage. Very first day. So we pull up. Yeah. Like you know, my family. I got a family of four. Of course, I got Trey and Avery, and uh, my wife. And we got. I got two heavy suitcases, stroller, all kind of stuff. I pull up, pop the trunk, go around to the back. And I'm unloading, doing all kind of stuff. Candace got Avery. I promise you, there was like four or five guys lined up. Not one of them said, do you need help? Like none of them. Then finally, I got both of them down out of the truck, grabbed the stroller, popped the stroller up, whole nine. Dude was like, uh, you need some help with that? I was like, bro, I got it out already. Walked to the door. Now, not one person volunteered to open up a door. Like, I literally had to, like, jump around the suitcases, run, open the door for Candace, like, hold the door open with my foot. There's about five people standing right there. So I didn't know anybody else had an experience. Carl, this was, like, the night we checked in. Yeah. And so then it was the day we were leaving, and now this is where E's kind of picking up the story. But I'm talking to Josh, and Josh was like, yo, I had the exact same experience with the valet when we pulled up. So now, anyway, so we go to retrieve our cars because E and I are going to um, breakfast. But Josh, we had left up, we had rode with Josh's family um, the night before, Carl, so we didn't have our car seats. And we needed the car seats because the babies were coming with us to breakfast with E and Didi. So we were waiting on Josh's car to come around so that we can put my car seats, which are in Josh's car, mm -hmm. into the Tahoe. Mm -hmm. So now, E, okay, now you take it from there. You know, like C said, you know, for me, I, I think one of the things that I've tried to do, you know, and I'm being real, guys, you know, you know, again, when we tease about the being rebaptized, but, you know, for me, it's like, okay, E, for you not to have that same experience, you know, don't make things deeper than what they are. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like if there's a negative experience, you know, I'll try my hardest to, you know, as much as I possibly can overlook it because it's a single event. You know what I'm saying? And like, it's not gonna affect me tomorrow or the next day or whatever, so I leave it alone. So as he said, I, I thought it was kinda 
I, I mean, you're talking about a four-star at least, not a five, at least a four-star. And then I'm thinking, you know, downtown, you know, D.C. or the capital, you know, they have to be used to dealing with customers. Right, like, you got dignitaries, you got all kind of people yeah, coming I mean, they, 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 I mean, they have to be accustomed to it. So one of the things that I noticed was that, you know, the, the bellmans, the uh, valet, I just noticed that they didn't have like a real, you know, service, you know, spirit. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I'm just going to be real, man. I'm so frustrated right now with, you know, just a, the East Coast region, you know, Midwest, East Coast region, because I'm thinking, see, like, why does Southern hospitality have to be secluded to Southern hospitality? Like, <laughs> why is it regional? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that, I, I just don't understand why it's regional. I, I just don't understand why... You know, we're not at a place where we look at what the South is doing and saying, at least as it relates to. Well, you know what? I actually, look, can I give you an answer real quick? Not to cut you yeah, off, but can yeah. I give you what I think is the answer? Because I went into yeah. Walgreens. Oh, remember when you went out to the vegan spot to eat, uh, to get something to eat, and I went to Walgreens real quick, right? So I'm in Walgreens, and like I had got a little basket, and I brought it up to the table, and I, I usually don't have a basket when I go into Walgreens, right? I usually just grab, like, you know, some cough medicine, I'm out. But I put the whole basket on the, you know, up on the counter. And the girl looks at me and she's like, uh, can you take the stuff out of the basket, please? Mm. And I was like, dang. I was like, okay, like, for sure. Like, I didn't know that was, like, the procedure. I thought it ain't really no difference whether you take it off the counter and scan it or out the basket, but cool. So I took the stuff off, but she had a major attitude. And I got in the car and Diddy was like, I told Diddy, I'm like, man, they tripping in there. And Diddy was like, I wonder how they get away with that. And I looked around and I was like, yo, it's so densely populated that you... You're going to get traffic regardless. Yeah. See, in the South, it's a lot more spread out. So it might be a CVS, Walgreens, and a Rite Aid all within like a mile and a half, two miles of each other. But it's so spread out that you got an option. You're not walking. You're you know, in your car. It might be a 30-second drive to the other one. Whereas when you're in the East Coast, everything, and, and we'll let our guests because we, we dogging out his <laughs> side of the country. But... It's so everything is so right on top of each other that they probably don't have a traffic flow problem. You're not about to not go there and walk eight blocks away to another Walgreens. You like, yo, I gotta go. I'm in a hurry, whatever. And so I don't think they have to pride themselves on customer service as much as you do in the South, where there is maybe a few more options and it's more spread out. I don't know. Just a theory yeah, I, I thought. Yeah, of. I, yeah. No, no question. See, but I'm just saying like. You know that's 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 not a good excuse. Okay. You know it's like you're right, dealing well, with humans. <laughs> East Coast, I tried. No, no, no. I, 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 no, no. See, I, I'm saying that you are correct, but but I'm just saying like, yo, bro, for real. At the end of the day, man, th like this is a business, and these are people, and you have to care about what you're doing. Like this, is your job. This is what you putting your hands on. You know, like this represents you as a person. You, you know what I'm saying? Like it's bigger than how much money you make. It's like this represents you as a person and this is an experience, you know, that the individual is getting. So just in, in short, guys, like from the bellsman to the valet, I, I, from the person that checked me in, like there was, it, no water. one was helpful. <laughs> what did they tell you when you asked for water? <laughs> listen to me. I, I literally stay in a suite, an executive suite. I, there was no water in the executive suite. There's no excuse for that. Water. Listen to me. I didn't say free water. I'm at the Marriott right, right now you know, and, and in Alabama, and they have no, I didn't see any complimentary no, water seat, but there are two huge, the huge waters in here that's for $4. Mm -hmm. um, how, how do you say it, Carl? I can't see it from right now. I think it starts with D-A-S-A-N-I. Dasani, yeah. Dasani, 
So, yep, it's turned, but I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Dasani, $4 for this huge thing of water. They didn't have any water. I'm in an executive suite. I've never been in an executive suite. I'm not trying to be big time, but I've never been in an executive suite where you spend that type of money and we don't have water for you. I, it's just never happened before. So I called and asked the lady and she told me, oh, we never give out water. Oh, wow. And I'm looking like, I'm oh, stupid, wow. Carl. I'm like, I'm dumb. <laughs> oh, we, that, no, that's not our policy. What? I'm like, it's a four-star restaurant. It's a four-star hotel. What you mean you don't do water? Free or at least compliment? Like, come on. Uh, or, I mean, or at least you have to pay for it. Like, I get it. You know, so, so, so we got that. So then I called and uh, my fam came through, Skip. Uh, Ebony and they had Stinger was with him. He was hungry. He wanted a pizza. Carl, I asked them if they could put pep, uh, I'm sorry, pineapple on his pizza. They said they don't do that. Mm. So I said to them, well, do you have pineapples? <laughs> you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because yeah, maybe I'm pineapples. done. I, and of course she says, yes, we have pineapples. Mm -hmm. Then I but said, we can't well, put them can you on put the, the pineapples pizza. on? They reserve, the, pizza. they reserve only for the fruit salad. <laughs> I, and I'm saying, this is unbelievable. So I said, well, can you at least, can we at least, can you at least sell me some pineapples on the side? So of course they oh, can no sell doubt. me some pineapples on the side. <laughs> you, you know, so I'm just saying, Carl, like, it, this is just like, wow. It, like, this is the culture. Yep. This isn't yep. one or two individuals. This is the culture. So then, you know, we leave and, and I have to be honest. You know, it may have had something to do with, you know, Diddy likes to get to the airport early. We got to be at the airport, you know, a little bit after one. It's 11 o'clock. We're going to do brunch at, what is it, um, Poets and what, CJ? What was it, Poets uh, and? Bus Boys and Poets or Bus and Poets? Yeah, that's something it, something Bus like Boys that. and yeah. Poets. Shout out to them, man, for, and, and, man, phenomenal. I oh, for, twice yeah, for, I had a phenomenal hey, yeah, I appreciate y'all because I just saw it on one of the statements. And I'm like, what the heck is Bus Boys and Poets? I was about to call y'all out, so I appreciate you Oh, there we go. Oh, there we go. This conference call fulfills so many. Yeah, hey, this conference call fulfills so many purposes. Shout out. Shout out CJ to you for coming up with this, see? We just, I was just here at, um, in Florence, Alabama doing a, um, a pro professional development training and I can't tell you how many people came to me see of all uh, na uh, nationalities of all ages, you know, um, all teachers of course, and just raved about, you know, the content that they're getting from the podcast. There were three ladies who came who were runners, you know, who were like, look, we're not teachers. We don't even work in a school district, but we coming. You know, and they talked about, you know, the TGIMs, the podcast, whatever. So, yeah, shout out for that. Um, you know, but so now I'm already frustrated. You know, we, Ebony and Skip are already there, Stinger there. And so, you know, I decided to go with CJ. We're driving with CJ. Now it takes CJ's car about maybe 10, 15 minutes to come. You know, Josh has the car seats in his car. So we're going to take the car seats, put them in C's car. So we're waiting patiently 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Nothing happens. Finally, Josh walks up to him. And I've never seen this, I've never heard this a day in my life, Carl. They get, uh, Josh gets to the valet and they say to him, we don't have your what? car. What? <laughs> he said, what? They said, no, no, we don't have your car. You know, and he was like, um, come on, you don't have my car. Gives the lady a ticket, we don't have your car. So Josh looks inside of uh, the, where the key display is and finds his keys. <laughs> Like those are my keys, <laughs> tell right there. Tell me that y'all play. You know, and so we she's pumped. This is an no, episode this is of serious, I'm, I'm, Please I'm tell me that y'all play. So they hadn't right even left. Dead they hadn't serious. done anything. They wow. just said we didn't have your car. Dead serious. And so then, so then Josh says whatever. So they're like, okay, we found it, whatever. Uh, so you know, so we wait another five, ten minutes. Nothing. You know, so 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 now we have a gentleman who says 
I love it. You got to catch this. He says, can you move your truck, CJ? Because this other car, come, I guess, it, it, you know, it, 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 the other car kind of like, you know, car, C's car wasn't necessarily in the way, but he had to make a sharp turn and he ended up getting the valley dude. He ended up jumping like a little, a little middle yeah, part of the, the curve. curve. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the guy, the, the boss is pissed because he's like, yo, you can't do that with these people's car. And he's like, well, the car was in the way. It really wasn't. But anyway, so the dude goes off on me and says, can you move the car? But and like said, aggressive though, bro. Uh, like like yeah, pissed. Uh, like, uh, yo, you you y'all making it dangerous. You need to move your car. Wow. Like so they so, so Right. And and I looked around and he needed to be rebaptized. That's all I know, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. So 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 I so I all I did, Carl, I didn't yell at him. I just said to him from a distance. I didn't even walk up on him yet, Carl. I said it from a distance. <laughs> he were yet. <laughs> yeah, I didn't walk up on him yet. I said from a distance. I said, sir, cause and effect. We wouldn't even be right. here. We've been here 25 minutes. We wouldn't even be parked here if you guys had done what you were supposed to do. So you didn't know where his car was. And then once you found out you had the car, you have taken 25 minutes of our time up to this point. You, you understand what I'm saying? Up to so, this point, Carl, so, we, so, we, we almost had a half hour. Wow. About 15 you, you know minutes since so, Josh so, found the key. <laughs> Right. And they still don't have a car. So Josh asked the lady, like, what's going on? And she was like, well, we're busy. So unfortunately, you know, we you found your car at our busiest time. But, so but she told, you she also told Josh, she about, hey, she told Josh, look, I'm about to quit anyway. She needed to be rebaptized. Wow. Yeah, she, yeah, she needed to be rebaptized. <laughs> she was going through it back then. Like she was going through it, right? She was just so frustrated because it wasn't, it just wasn't organized. So as I'm speaking to him, he starts talking to his dude like under his breath. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, oh, sir, listen that, to me very carefully. Yeah. Listen to me very carefully. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you're not hearing what I'm telling you. What I'm telling you is you need to take ownership. Like you cannot sit here and act like, you know, we're in the way and we're doing something wrong. Now, while I'm talking to him, Carl, I'm not playing. 30 seconds later, a car comes up behind us. So at this point, we couldn't back up if we right. wanted to. Right. right. And so Josh car still's not there. So I said, trying to be nice, Carl. I said, you know what? Let me move the car up, C. C said, don't worry about it. I'll do it, E. C gets in the car and the keys aren't even in the car. <laughs> oh Whoever moved God. the car, Carl, they took the keys the to the car. The ballet walked off, a different ballet with walked keys. off with my keys in his pocket. Wow. So we couldn't have moved it the whole time anyway. Oh, wow. So, 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 so now we're running into 35, 40 minutes. And Josh, you know, the, the, the manager, manager says, give me the key. I'm going to go find your car for you. I'll go find it and bring it to you. Hey, and Carl, so the funniest goes, part is in between all of this, random people are coming up to E for pictures. <laughs> Like, excuse me, E.T., can I take a pic? Oh. He's like, yeah, let's take a pic. And he go into hip-hop preacher mode and come, and come right, right back, back to unbaptized E.T. Yeah, yeah, because I right got like to do no Carl. Not Carl. It's not unbaptized, but it's Carl's like, at some right. point, you got to take ownership and you have to do something. Like, we sitting wow. here. That, like, do something. Now, now, I am a little agitated because Ebony and Skip, they got there on time. They waiting for us, you know. And you know how these restaurants are if you don't have all your mm -hmm. people. You know, it's the holiday. It's their day off. And I'm like, yo, this is unbelievable. And C was like, just leave without us. You yeah, know, I was and trying to let we'll them leave in there. the Tahoe. I was yeah, like, I'm like, no, nah, Carl. Josh I'm like, no, no. I'm like, no. They need to find the car. They need to get the car to us. And so finally, like you said, we came and then whatever. And so what's so funny 
is now look, I, I promise you, I haven't gone into that that mode, but I'm getting in the car and I hear somebody say, um, "Move your car, it's in the way." <laughs> and I, I ain't gonna lie, I turned around to look like who I will, your John Brown, <laughs> Bruce Bam. When I turn around and look, Bruce, all the way turned up. When, when I turn around and look. Is 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 Josh acting silly? He extended his voice. So I saw Josh. <laughs> and before I could oh. go there, I was like, "Oh, that's Josh acting stupid." And got in the car, wow. and we had a great meal. So, I, but I, yeah. do, I, I so we got we there on, in time I, for uh, evening hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You know wow. what I'm saying? But we, but you know what's crazy though, Carl? Of course, at the end, who had to come? The manager, no, the whole no ballet doubt. thing came yeah. and was yeah. like, "I'll go get yeah. it myself." And it was there yeah. probably three minutes after he said that. So, um, yeah. yeah, we need a little jingle for wow. Gazelle of the Week. Somebody need to make us a little song so we can play it for uh, the Gazelle uh, of the Week. Uh. But, yep, shout out to the Hyatt on Capitol. We're just going to start calling people out. We're going to do our little civic duty to get the customer service yeah, in this the, world hey, straightened out. The, so, the, hey, um, the ETA Better Business Bureau, we in, we in full effect Oh, no now. doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, we come and try out your services and we tell you whether you suck or not. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so no, shout out to them, man. And, uh, but, but shout out to, let's give a compliment to DC, everybody who came out to the joint. Amazing. Um, the energy in the building was just crazy. So now that we've dogged the East coast, let's bring in our guest, resident (laughs) Philly, uh, (laughs) financial expert. Uh, no, man, I want to bring on this gentleman, man. I've been wanting to get him on the podcast for a long time. A good friend of ours. Of course, those, uh, uh, in our community are already familiar with him. But this gentleman, man, is um, who I call for my financial advice, um, who, you know, people in our community call, man, always willing to help, jumps on the BU calls from time to time, um, came out to the boot camp and shut it down just with some amazing information. And uh, he he, uh, advises some some pretty big time clients and some and what I love about him is he also works with a lot of regular folks and um, just just knows his way around a dollar and knows how to um, help you grow that portfolio and, and grow financially. And I wanted to bring him on the podcast, guys, because, you know, a lot of the time we talk about businesses, career and family and all of that. But we know finances is a huge thing. And so we wanted to bring some somebody on who not only knows you know how to make money because he's an entrepreneur but then also knows what to do with it and i think a lot of us you know we don't actually know what to do with our money and so um yeah we we brought somebody on and hopefully uh he can give you guys some some tips and some tricks and some other things to you know start growing start investing and, and going to that next level so without further ado let's welcome to the podcast my man rob wilson rob what's going on bro Yes, sir. In the building yes, was good. Man, can't call it, man. Great to have you on. How are you feeling? I know you just got back from Cancun. So you uh you 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 and the, and the missus went out there for a little while and you're back to reality. What's going on? Hey, hey, you, you know what? You you gotta recharge the batteries every now and yeah, then. Especially yeah, look, look, yeah. you guys might need to recharge your batteries now after going through that experience <laughs> at the valet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do you have so, anything to say for the East Coast? Represent the, Rob, East Coast the, the entire East Coast I, I know, is riding on your shoulders. Y'all right just now. oh man, that's that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot <laughs> of pressure. You from Philly where you know folk ain't playing no games. They well, definitely see, all right, let me let let me let me let me make it clear to everybody. I'm from Pittsburgh. Oh yeah, you from so, Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got you. You know, yeah. so we so we so we roll up our sleeves 
We yeah, blue collar. We're going to get that work done. It's, it's, it's more of a Midwest feel there. You know what I mean? Right, um, but right. I, but, I'm, but, I'm in, but I'm in Philly now. I live in Philly now. Um, you know what? I'll tell you, I, I've had some bad experiences like that, too. And, and, and part of it is I think people just don't understand um, where our economy is, right? Like we're, we're, we're mostly a service-based economy now. Mm-hmm. And so you might not feel great about your station where you are today, but I, I'm of the mindset, and I know you guys are too, the way you do some things is the way yeah, you do everything. Yeah, and so yeah. if you don't take that seriously, you're never going to, nobody's going to look at you and say, oh, let me give that person some more uh, experience. Let me move, let me promote them. Let me let me give them a better job. It's it's never going to happen. So no matter what it is, look, when, when I was in college, I started out working in the dining service. <laughs> you know, I'm serving the uh, matter of fact, I was in high school. I'm serving the other college students before I before I get there. Um, I, I had to mop floors. I had to do dishes, all, all of those sorts of things. But but I did it with such uh, fervor that I wanted to be whatever it was I wanted to do well, that they eventually made me a student manager and promoted mm-hmm. me and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And I was working at Carnegie Mellon. I didn't even go to CMU at that time. I went to Pitt undergrad, but they still made me a student manager. So I, I just think there is a, a mindset where people are a little bit frustrated with where they are, but they don't understand that if you, it, whatever you're doing, if you, if you give it a hundred percent, somebody will see you and you'll be able to make your situation better so hopefully you guys can can wake them up yeah no we're, uh, based we're inspiring on the world one rent at a time uh, Rob, so <laughs> that's we, right we appreciate that man i got so much stuff that i want to ask you and i know carl yes, and e sir. probably have questions as well um but i'm going to be selfish and and kind of start with my own you know family situation of course i got two kids now um, you know, wife wants a third. I'm not 100% sure on that. We, we shall see. But, um, of course, man, already, man, you start to think about stuff like saving for college and, you know, getting your finances in order for, you know, all of those things. We recently, we did the life insurance thing and we got a few things set up. And I want to know, um, cause we have a lot of listeners who have, you know, children and things of that nature. I guess the first thing I want to know from you is wh- what should we be doing for those of us who have young kids, say under 10? Um, and, and, you know, college, you just hear about it these days and the cost of college is just insane. And, you know, you don't want your kid to, you know, graduate with, you know, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars in right. debt. You want to be able to, you know, set them up. And so, um, what should we be doing, Rob? Like, other than just being fiscally responsible, like, what what should we be doing for our kids right now to get ourselves ready for, you know, especially Carl and I, he is on the way yeah. out the door, he's on the other end. Um, but what should we be doing as it relates to, you know, saving for college right now? So I'm, I'm going to be a little bit unconventional, and I, and I want to say that particularly, I mean, if you've got seven, eight, nine, ten years before your kids are going to college, um, I, I want you to think a little bit differently about what you want to accomplish by them going to college. And here's what I mean. So our parents, our grandparents, you know, they told us the, what the formula to success was. And it was it was, you know, get good grades and do your homework so you can go to a good college and go to a good college so you can get a good job. Well, that formula isn't necessarily working out for everyone. Um, the way to success today isn't exactly the same way it worked for our grandparents and for our parents right and so god bless them they they told us they all they knew right that was how their experience was but for today i think what they really meant to say is instead of go to college 
what they really meant to say is you need to go out and you need to learn something of value mm -hmm. that you can use and monetize in the, in the economy. And so when we get to five, seven, eight, ten 10 years from now, when, when college tuitions have probably doubled from where they are now and they're already expensive, um, I don't know necessarily that we need to always go to a four-year college in order to be successful, particularly mm -hmm. when it's that expensive. Now, let me, let me give a caveat. I don't want to, I'm sure I don't want to go to a doctor who learned how to be a doctor on YouTube. I, I, I get that, right? But there are a lot of skills and expertise that you can gain um, online or through other methods that are largely for free or very inexpensive. And so I would just suggest, A, that you think a little bit differently about what you want um, your children to do what you want them to be or what, what they ultimately, you know, want to be and think if there's a more efficient way to do that than just what's been beat into our heads, go to a four year college. Now, having said that, if you still want to do that, which is great, we all went to college and, and we understand the value of that. Um, a lot of people will throw around the 529 pr uh, plan. Should you be contributing to that? I don't necessarily love that because you're, you're locked in. You have to use those funds for education. If you don't uh, and you want to take it out, it's taxed and it's penalized. Now, you can change the beneficiary if you have another kid or a niece or nephew or something like that. You can always change the beneficiary. Um, but, I, but I don't like being locked in like that. So I would do something if, you're, if you make uh, under a certain amount, you can do a Roth IRA which you can also use those funds for college if you if you choose to do that. Or honestly, I would just um, probably save in a in a taxable account, uh, whereas you could use those funds for whatever you want to do with them for your own retirement, for some other goals or for your kids um, education. So the bottom line is there are a couple of different account type of options, but without a doubt, you need to be putting some money away. Yeah, absolutely. And and I want to ask, there's obviously several different ways that you can put away money. And that's what I think one of the hardest things to know is like, where should you be investing your money? Right. People say, oh, you, you know, you should be in the stock market. And then people say, no, you should never be in the stock market. And there's all this conflicting reports. What are your thoughts on the stock market? And then it, when, when you go into the stock market um, and you have a portfolio, should we be doing it ourselves? Like, I know they got these, you know, now these online programs, E-Trade and stuff like that. And I got friends who jump on E-Trade and look at their stocks every single day and buy and sell. And they tell me how easy it is. For, uh, you know, I'll be honest, it freaks me out because I'm like, there's no way I'm trying to be managing my money online, you know, playing with stocks like video games. I don't even know what this stuff means. But I do have friends who manage their own stuff. Um, just, you know, for full transparency, my wife and I went through you know, a company uh, that was referred to us. And so we have a small portfolio now with them and they manage that portfolio going forward. And um, that's kind of how we chose to do it. But what do you recommend for people uh, who are saying, okay, we're setting our, you know, life. We have, you know, a, a few grand every month maybe that we're looking to invest or put up or, you know, whatever. How do you know where to put the money? What's going to be, you know, obviously the most rewarding in terms of what you're getting back but then also the safest place because we don't want to turn around and the economy collapse and then when we need it, it's all gone. Um, so what do you say to people who are looking to you know, make that first step into that you know, investing arena? 
So the very first thing that I would say is that if you've got a ton of debt and particularly high interest debt, then then I wouldn't really focus on investing right away unless you're you work for a job, you have a 401k, they match you. Please go ahead and do that because whatever they match you're that you're basically making 100 percent on your money. So definitely do that. Outside of that, if you've got a lot of debt, student debt, credit cards, all of those sorts of things, anything other than a mortgage. Um, I would focus on paying that down first because whatever interest rate you're paying, let's say you have a credit card and you're paying 18%. Well, if you aggressively try to pay that down, you could almost think of that as investing your money and getting an 18% return because you're you're paying that debt. So, so the very first thing is you got debt. Let's not focus on investing right now. Let's aggressively try to get that down. Now, if your your debt is low, you want to start putting some money away. I think you 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 absolutely have to be in the stock market, and here's why. So there's a rule. There's something called the rule of 72, um, and so if you take 72 and you divide it by the rate of return that you can get every single year on average on your investment, that tells you about how long it's going to take your money to double. Okay, so you can take 72 divided by one. And, and it's probably less than one, but for, for easy math sake, let's say 72 divided by one, which is like in a checking or savings account, mm-hmm. you're going to get maybe 1%, probably less a year, uh, on an annual basis. It's going to take you 72 years for your money to double. Or you could do something like 72 divided by 10, which is what you get in the stock market over long periods of time then it'll take you roughly seven years for your money to double. And so I, I give people that example all the time and and ask them, you tell me um, where your money should be. You want to wait 72 years or you want to try to you know double your money in, in seven years. So you have to take on some amount of risk in order to get some return and really make your money grow. But the, the, the key is being disciplined about it because where you've seen people lose their shirt in the stock market, you know, whether it be dot com bubble, real estate bubble, financial crisis, whatever, is that they start putting money in and they don't pay any attention to it until the red lights start flashing. And at that point, it's emotional. You don't know whether you should sell. Should you hold on? Is it going to come back? Now, you've got to set your discipline right up front when you buy something and you say, if it gets to this point, I'm out. I'm going to sell because you can always buy something back again, but you can't recover from going down. 50, 60, 70%. That's, that's very difficult to come back from. So I definitely think that you need to be invested in the stock market. And your other question was where? So here's the deal. There are tons of online brokers out there. It costs, it's very inexpensive to trade. It's about $5 a trade at Fidelity, Charles Schwab, E-Trade, all of those guys. What I would say is if you're going to take it seriously and you're going to put the work in, by all means, go ahead, open an account, do the research, do your homework, uh, and and get your investing on, right? But if you're not going to do the work, if that's just not your thing, or you're too busy being great at what it is that you do to, to spend all of your time on that, then it's probably a good idea to hire a professional. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and talk to us really quick about, uh, you know, I guess percentage that we should be risking, right? In terms of, you know, you got your whole income, what percentage uh, of our income should we be putting into the stock market? Because you want to, like I said, you want to get enough in there and enough, you know, uh, to where it can make, you know, you a, a significant return. But, you know, you also don't want to jeopardize your family or put your family at risk. And, 
you know, those type of things. So what what do you tell your um, clients in terms of how much, what, what percentage? Obviously, it changed for different for everybody somebody making them you know 500,000 would be different than somebody making 75,000 but what percentage of that income should we be investing into the stock market so see I'm gonna I'm throw one of your terms back at you Girl and man I'm gonna gifts? say <laughs> not, that like, one. not that one not that one you know what I'm not that one not that one I'm gonna throw something back at you and I'm gonna say the way that you do this is you have to reverse engineer Hmm. Okay. OK, so a lot of people say, OK, here I got what, what What should I be putting in the market? And what I tell people is I don't know. But what I what, what you have to do is tell me what type of life you want to live. Baller. Because because. Well, OK, so if you if <laughs> somebody wants to live a baller life versus somebody that says, I just want to be comfortable, which it, I kind of cringe when people say, oh, I just want to be comfortable. But if somebody wants to be a baller, Why do you you've got to do somebody says that. Right. Because because why what's what's comfortable? What why why is that all you want? What why why can't you why can't you think bigger? So there 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 are folks that say you go they go um you know being a millionaire is cool but yeah I, I don't necessarily need that. Well, but it's likely that you probably never will be there. And keep that thought. I'm gonna come there when when you get done with CJ's question. So just keep that thought. Thought. I'm coming back to that. Yeah, yeah. So real quick. So you, so you have to reverse engineer. You have to start at the end and say, this is how I want to live. This is the type of city that I want to live. This is how much it costs to live there. This is the type of house that I want. Car. This is what I want to be able to do for my family. Pay for all of my kids' education. Once you know what and, and you accept and do not apologize for everything that it is that you truly want, then you reverse engineer from there and that's how you back into how much you need to be saving or how much you need to be investing or whether you need to go get a new job because the job that you're at right now is never going to pay you enough to reach that type of life so uh i think everybody the the to answer your question the biggest thing people need to do is to get absolutely honest with themselves about what type of life that they want to live and when they want to be able to live it and then we can reverse engineer and figure out what we need to do to get from a to b mm. Got you. All right. Yep. All right. So check this out, Robin. BU people, forgive me because we did this on the BU call, but you started the BU call with a statement that addresses that. And I'm, I'm telling you, everybody needs to hear this statement. You should be in BU. You would have gotten it about a, a couple weeks ago and you could have already been on it. But you're not in BU, so you're missing out. So if you're not intentionally <laughs> trying to, I'm going to start it, you finish it. If you're not intentionally yeah. trying, go, yeah, go there for me. If, if, you're, if you're not intentionally, if you're not trying to get intentionally wealthy, then you'll likely end up accidentally poor. Mm, I like that. I like and, that. and this is hey, this I've is, been accidentally this is poor a lot in my life. <laughs> <laughs> right after college, I promise you, I was I was not planning on that. It just kind of fell upon me. In poverty and and me too. Yeah, ain't me, that me and you me. both. And you know what? Through through no fault of your own, you didn't you didn't mean for it to happen that way. I didn't mean for it to happen that way. But I wasn't intentional about it being the opposite mm. way, right? And this what I also said on the call was. If you if you don't believe that that's right, let's let's replace it and let's see if it still works. Because if you're talking about your health, well, if you're not trying to get intentionally healthy, then you'll likely end up accidentally sick. Hmm. I mean, you hmm. you didn't mean for that to happen, but you also didn't eat right. You also didn't you know go work out. You also didn't go to the doctor. You didn't take the medicine that they told you to take. So you didn't mean to get sick, but you weren't intentional about. Hmm really cultivating your health that's one more if you're not intentionally trying to have a great marriage or relationship then you'll likely you accidentally, accidentally end up divorced <laughs> wow. you know what i mean you 
You didn't you didn't mean for that to happen. But did you intentionally cultivate your relationship and do the things that you mm. needed to do? Yeah, no, and I think Rob, you know, it. as you're talking, you're right. But I think, you know, with humans, I think sometimes it's um you, you know, it, it can be stressful, right? Like finances is like, you know, a big deal. Like, you know, we talk about um, you know, health and marriage and, you know, finance. I mean, finances is right up there and a lot of people stress about finances and you know, to be honest, sometimes it's like you don't even want to think about it, right? Like you get to a point where you're like, man, I don't even want to go digging into my accounts and, wow. you know, trying to create a budget and all of those things because, man, I'm, I'm afraid I've had, you know, I have to look at some numbers I don't want to look at. And you kind of just live and you spend and you kind of hope everything, you know, maintains. But why is it, you know, so critical to be intentional regardless of, you know, where you may deem yourself to be at, whether you're in trouble, whether you're, you know, doing really well, like, Talk to us about some of those things we should be doing on a daily, a weekly basis, a monthly basis to make sure that something that's this important, right? There's not a person in this world. I don't care if you're Warren Buffett down to, you know, somebody, you know, asking for change on the side of the street. We're all money is a part of our every single day lives. And it's that important. Yet many of us just neglect it and, you know, choose to kind of just hope it uh, finds its way towards success. But talk to us about what we should be doing on a daily weekly monthly basis in order to make sure that we're straight uh bruh this is a great question because you know what so my wife gets on me all the time because uh i don't, I don't particularly like going to the doctor <laughs> right you know you'll 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 want to go age, to the doctor tell you to bend it on over <laughs> hey bruh you don't you don't want to see that guy putting a rubber glove on man nope you, no sir <laughs> You I'll don't pass. want that. I'll do my own exam. <laughs> so, so, so I don't particularly like going to the doctor, but here's what she said. By not going and ignoring the problem isn't going to keep any problems away. Mm. Uh. So, and, 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 the, and the worst part about that is if you do have a condition, there's nothing that you can do about it if you don't know it exists. Mm, yeah. So same thing, same thing with your money, guys. Look, uh, by ignoring it, um, that's that's not gonna make more money appear in your bank account. It's not gonna stop the late charges from happening. Uh, it's not gonna stop the debt from piling up. So it's something that you just have to face. But look, most people don't want to really think about it because they haven't, they didn't grow up talking about this stuff at the dinner table. And it's not an easy thing to talk about with, with your friends. It's this sort of taboo topic where people don't wanna talk about it. But look, uh, I think... You know, money is probably one of the, you know, top two or three most important things in your life. And so um, you have to be intentional about it. And the, the example that I used on the call is like, look, there were a lot of people having a great time living in Houston, going about their lives. Right. Everything was great. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden there's eight feet of water in their house. And, 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 they're, and they're on a roof, you know, waving a towel. And so um, sort of natural disasters and, and, and catastrophes can happen like that at any time. Similarly, those sorts of things can happen in our financial life. So I'm of the mindset that you need to at least be spending 30 minutes a week on your money. So going through your accounts, checking those balances, making sure that there's no charges on there that don't need to be on there. And I think uh, that's the major one too, like Rob, because, man, I promise you, Sometimes you sit back, I don't know if y'all like me, but you're like, where is my money going? going? Yeah. Lord have mercy. And you got so many, and now, you know, like back in the day, it's like, I remember my mom used to have to balance her checkbook 
and like you would like physically write a check each time, right? Because you didn't have direct deposit and all of these other, you know, things where they just take it straight out of your account. And you go and you look and you got about, you know, 40 things that's pulling $10 a month out of, you know, you got Netflix, you got, you know, um, some online subscription account, you know, to a magazine and, you know, <laughs> just like yeah. these little things that pile up. I'll be honest, Rob, I felt bad. I, I had, um when, when Trey was born, we had uh, gone on this care.com site, right? And it was like, you know, one of those were like the first week was free and then after that they charge you or whatever. And I'll be honest, I had my card information on there and it said right there, plain as day, you know, um, you know, once after this week, if you don't stop it, you'll be charged or whatever. And I think it was like 20 bucks a month or something like that. And, you know, we were looking for a nanny or whatever. And so I, you know, first week goes by, I be honest, we looked at a couple of nannies and had a couple of profiles, interviewed a couple of people. Long story short, Trey was about two. Wow. <laughs> and uh, mm -hmm. I looked at my account and I was like, Still what is this 20? It was like under a different name. <laughs> I had been paying this thing almost two years and hadn't even logged on since Candace was probably six months pregnant. And I was like, wow, I just got beat because I wasn't paying attention. And so now I try to be way more focused on, okay, even though you got all these automatic drafts set up, you know, nowadays with your credit card information, your debit card information being out there and you getting, you know, signing up for accounts and like I said, Netflix accounts and you got all kind of accounts, your money, we really could be um, losing quite a bit of money and not even know it. You re you really could. And I know, see, it, it must be nice to have so much money in the bank that you don't have to really pay attention to those auto drafts, right? Well, it I must didn't be say nice. that. I just Tell said it was 20. It. Tell me so about it, it, they snuck me. I thought, you know what I mean? I didn't know if it was that or my time. I like how you so snuck I, that you know. in there, Rob. I love it. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. Hey. No, nah, but, but here's one, one thing that you can do to combat that is um, I think a lot of people like to have everything going into just one account. You're doing everything. You're paying bills. You're spending. You're investing. Everything's in one account. I, I like to separate my accounts out so that it's a lot easier for me to manage and see what's going on. So, so maybe you want to have one separate account. Definitely, you want to have one account just for your bills, right? Recurring bills, cell phone, mortgage, car right, payment, right. insurance, those sorts of things. You want to have a separate account for that. But maybe you want to have a separate account for those sort of annoying recurring uh bills that you might you know forget about and they're still going to keep charging you could even do that on like a prepaid debit card where you have to be intentional about saying okay i'm going to put some money on there so that mm. the, the recurring draft uh keeps coming but if you do forget about it it's not going to you know kill your bank account so uh biggest tip that i could give there is to separate your accounts you know have an account that i call your expense account where you're going to go get gas go out to eat um, you know, do those sorts of things, but have a completely separate account that's handling your bills and other recurring stuff. And, and a good app to use to track all of this stuff is Mint. So I'd encourage people to go download. Uh, the app is called Mint. The website is mint.com. You can, you can link up all of your financial accounts, bank, savings, investment, 401k, everything all in one place. That way you got some little extra time waiting for the plane or train or whatever you can pull up your app real quick you can see 
really quickly at a glance, uh, at a glance where you stand. So, uh, and it'll alert you if you start getting too out of whack or a transaction comes through that doesn't seem normal. So that is a fantastic tool to really get on top of your finances. Hey, so absolutely. Uh, uh, so real quick, see. So I wanted actually, see. I think I know where you're going. So I, I, let me let you go first because we just dealt with the mindset, Rob. So I'll let see. I know see about to do something. Then when I come back, Rob, I want you to ask me. I mean, talk to me about the path. Like you started giving some practical tips just now. I want to know like, okay, I'm a student, you know, I'm just coming out of school or, you know, whatever. I got a regular job. Like I want to, let's talk those practical, a couple more practical tips that, you know, we can start implementing like today, but my bad, go go for it. Yeah, no, I was just going to say this segment is brought to you by Wells Financial Legacy. You guys heard Carl talking about it um, in in the opening intro, man. And uh, we want to shout out to them again. And, you know, very apropos to that they're our sponsor today, uh, Rob, because they're talking about um, basically how you can, basically get your credit fixed right like and you know rob obviously um you know money is important but credit is also important and think about so this, important you, know, you can walk into a dealership you know and and they treat you one or two ways based solely on your credit score right like they're going to tell you either you can get this car and you can drive off the lot today for a, you know a, a 2.9 or they're going to you know haggle you to death and charge you 18 percent, and you're going to end up paying 10 times what the car is worth um, and all of that depends on our credit score. And I re- really wanted to you know, talk to you about credit as well. But Wells Financial Legacy is doing a, a tremendous job. We've gotten testimonials back from our listeners from the first time they sponsored our podcast who are saying, yo, my credit score jumped 80, 90 points immediately just off a few things, man. They really work to um, get that credit, credit score up. So call them today. Schedule a personal appointment, man. You're going to talk to somebody uh, directly, and they're going to help you get that credit score up, which is going to be huge for you. And you can reach them at 1-800-339-8034. Again, that's Wells Financial Legacy, 1-800-339-8034. So, um, Carl, go for it. Yeah, Sorry yeah. That. No, my, my, I, f- I figured that you were going to tie it in there. I felt the transition, but I had already started talking, so I couldn't pull it back. But um, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, no, Rob. So, yeah, talk to me about that, those practical things now. And I'll give you one example that I came across. Not, not, I ain't no expert, y'all, but literally, I went the other way, Rob. The companies that I do have, the Comcast, the, you know, whoever, the AT&Ts, like I call them every, every couple of months and try to find out what promotions do you have. And some months is nothing, you know what I mean? Some months is like, oh, nothing, I got none for you. But there's some months, like literally, um, maybe two months ago, I called um, Comcast and they literally had a promotion that gave me like a $40 reduction per month in my bill. You see what I'm saying? So mm. there's, there's literally, I just called mm-hmm. him and was like, man, I'm just looking around like anything you got going on. Like, I'm just kind of looking to see, you know, what's happening with my bill. Da, da, da. I just asked a couple of questions and he was like, well, we got this promotion now. And see, it was hilarious because I never did a home phone. I'm like, my wife and I, we on the, we want to move too much. We never did the home phone. We didn't have the kids, you know, until now. So it wasn't that important. Mm-hmm. So now AT&T is like, oh, well, not AT&T, sorry. Comcast was like, yo, add the home phone and still save 30, 40 bucks a month. I'm like, well, that's a no brainer. You know what I'm saying? So that, that's one of the things that worked for me. Um, another real simple one, Rob, and I really want to go into this since he brought up the credit cards. If you are disciplined, keyword disciplined, really disciplined, paying with the credit card, paying the bills with the credit card and getting the cash back, you know, the, that, the, the points and that kind of stuff that you can use. So th- those, like I said, two things that I've kind of researched and learned on my own, but I know you, you in that field, Rob, give us those practical things. I'm a student. I'm a, you know, regular dude working at a gas station, just trying to figure out how to get my way through this thing. What are some of those like one, two, three steps that I can start implementing today? 
yeah i think those tips i think those tips are great particularly with the cable actually we started using uh playstation view uh, which is one of those internet only sort of uh, you know cable mm, situations yeah. where you get a certain number of channels. Because I man, I kept opening that bill and it was just I was getting depressed, man, <laughs> over that cable bill, bro. And so yeah, and they sneak it up place, on you because they hit you. It's like forty four oh, cent for the first nine oh, months, yeah. and after that, it's like eight hundred dollars a month. Yeah, you like I what got, in I, the I, devil? You like Lord, and you, of course you don't catch it till the ninth month. You like whoa, exactly. Exactly. So, so I like those internet services. Place this is not an advertisement or anything, but, but PlayStation View is is forty bucks a month. I, I get pretty much the channels that I need, so um, so that works out well. Um, but but here's here's one more thing that I'm gonna say that's a little bit um unconventional, is that, I yeah if you know cutting your spending. And things like that is, is going to help you if you're in a real jam. And, and I get that. And that's what you hear a lot of financial advisors talking about. Eat, eat lunch at your desk. Don't go out to a restaurant, so on and so forth. But look, but look, you, you guys know, you know, 80-20, 80-20 rule, right? So 20% of the stuff that you do is going to give you 80% of the results. And it's the same thing with your finances. So I kind of feel like I, I'm not the guy that tells you to cut every ounce of enjoyment out of your life, right? By by cutting on because look, there's only so much that you can cut from your spending. There's a limit to that. But I'm of the belief that if if people really focus on living up to their potential, yeah. then they'll never have to worry That's about good. living within their oh. means. And so I if 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 I was to differentiate myself from the other, you know, your Dave Ramsey's, your your Susie Ormans, your other financial personalities out there, I'm definitely the make more money guy. Mm. Um so so again, I would rather people put in a really intense focus on maximizing their income, that that side of the statement versus just cutting every single thing out because there's a limit to it. So again, if you're not in a job that isn't going to pay you the amount that that's going to afford allow you to live the life that you want to live, you either got to go find a new job in that industry, you got to go to a new industry or you got to start your own business. Uh and first of all, everybody should have multiple streams of income, but if you're in that situation, then you got to go start your own business so that you can really get paid what you're worth. So uh, Carl, th those are great tips and I hope people do that. I pay everything that I possibly can on my Amex, mm -hmm. you know, so I get those points. But what I would really want to leave the listeners with, because this is the secret to success podcast, is that you will get much more uh, from your efforts if you if you put a just unbelievably intense focus on maximizing your income that that's really going to take your life mm -hmm. to the next level. Okay, this one is, uh, believe it, like, not about me. Okay, it's not about me. But let's just say <laughs> hypothetically. Here we go. Hypothetically, your wife has an Amazon Prime addiction. Ooh, what do you recommend? Okay. You know what I'm saying? What do you recommend for somebody who <laughs> got packages showing up at the door every day? Hypothetically. Just say somebody out there in listener land is married to someone who ODs on uh, Amazon Prime. <laughs> Any advice? Uh change the password <laughs> <laughs> that might that might be your best bet change the That's password the immediate say, fix. just no, say you got hacked no no just say you got I'm hacked, teasing, man. but i like i actually like what you said because you know we do have to enjoy life while we're here right. as well you know you hear a lot of people talking about you know retirement and that and all of that stuff is super important um but you know we're, we're also living right now and you want to provide those things for your family and you want to take vacations and you want to do 
you know, all of those things. And so I want to kind of you know talk to, what do you say, Rob, I guess, to the person who's, you know, depressed because they don't make enough money or they, you know, let's say, you know, they, they of course are trying to make more, but more money, and this may be, you know, it's not, you know, contradicting what you said, but more money um, doesn't necessarily mean I'm not going to have money problems. And so talk to us about the person who's having money problems, because you've seen it from the highest of levels to somebody who may be signed a $50 million contract and yet still five years from then has money problems. And you've probably seen it from the young woman or the young man who's making $50,000 and they have money problems. But then you also, you know, I can think of somebody in particular, Carl, and I won't say his name, but you can probably think of it off the initials TD who, remember, I mean, he just like with the coupons that like my man just financial stuff was tight. Like he just was, he never had a money problem because he knew exactly what he was doing. And so how can we become more educated so that we don't have these money problems? Because I'll be real, you think once you get to a certain dollar amount, if I could just get to $100,000, then I'll never have another worry in my life. As soon as I make six figures, I got all the money in the world and I never have to worry about it. But that's not the case. So how do we become more educated about money and just better ourselves in general? Because more money doesn't necessarily mean we're not going to have those money problems or money stressors. Oh, it it does. It doesn't mean that at all. So, you know, I've been blessed to work with some pro athletes some entertainers uh, have a lot of zeros on those those checks that they would deposit. But look, we said this earlier, how you do some things is how you do everything. And so if you couldn't manage if you can't manage a $30,000 salary, you can't manage a, a $300,000 salary or a $3 million salary. So uh, it's it's unfortunate because, look, I've worked with guys who were 19, 20, 21 years old. They get drafted into the league. They had never even written a check before in their life. And then they have a $2 million signing bonus in their account. I mean, what do you think is going to happen to that? About to and it's actually it. somewhat... Oh, bro, it's, it's actually somewhat criminal that the the teams, the leagues uh, don't do more. They do a little bit, but not enough in terms of trying to educate these teenagers who now suddenly have millions of dollars. But it's the same thing. Remember when I graduated from college and my first salary was 50 grand, I said, what? What am I going to do with all this money? <laughs> when I was making $7 an hour, what am I going to do with all this? But but th- but you know what I promptly went and did was went out and bought a bigger car Absolutely. and started going out to nicer restaurants. Yeah. And so I, I, I raised my living standard up to my salary. And so the net result was the same. Hmm. Right, so right. The, exactly. So the, the, the overall point is that you, you have to take this stuff seriously. Um and look, there's there's never been more information out there uh, in the history of the planet. So it's it's not a lack of information that people can say, oh, I just, I just didn't know or I didn't know where to find you. The information is out there. Um, but if you need some discipline, and this is really what it comes down to, guys, is discipline. Look, I'm not a health expert, and I know that I need somebody to probably help me keep me disciplined. So when I was trying to get in shape for the wedding, I hired a personal trainer, you know, let me go work with somebody who A, knows what they're doing so they can cut through all the BS. I don't need to look to the end of the internet trying to find this information on what I should be doing. Tell me what I need to do and make sure I do it. Be waiting there for me at the gym at 6 a.m. so that you know that I get there and help me through the process. And so some people can do it on their own, but, you know, a lot of us need some help, some external accountability. So I would say take it seriously. 
uh, read some magazines, newspapers, watch the financial news, those sorts of things so that you know what's going on around you. And if you absolutely need it, then, then go get somebody to help because it's, it's, it's difficult to do everything by yourself. Yeah, Rob, I wanted to ask you a quick question, though, man. And uh, I mean, I get it. Trust me, I, I feel like the discipline piece for me comes in, though, when I'm educated. You know, and when I when I say educated, meaning that I know what I can handle and what I can't handle, you know, but I don't see myself getting a, you know, health coach until I'm at least at a point where I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I, I value health and there's some goals, health goals that I have. And so I'm calling this person like to kind of take me over the top, if that makes sense. You know, I don't I don't I don't I don't see the person who doesn't see the importance of losing weight or you know, understanding the importance of, you know, health, getting a coach, you know, to me, the coach comes kind of like after you've had this aha moment, you know? And so I want to ask you something that's really been, that's been bothering me a lot, you know? And so I figure since we're talking about finances and finances affects people a lot, you know, maybe you can address it. But, you know, the thing that I'm really struggling with, man, are these generational barriers, you know? And I don't care what it is, Rob, you know, when you talk, finances and you talked about making more money the challenge that I have growing up in Detroit is that it is a you know auto industry kind of city so when you talk more money you're talking more hours we're talking content Rob you know what I'm saying we're talking content you know we're talking you know find a particular gift and be able to utilize you know that service but when I hear my people in Detroit talk you know man I'm gonna blow up they're talking about working three jobs rob you know they're talking putting in 60 hours a week and that's not what you're talking about when you say mm -hmm. you, you know um you know wealth you know um then when i think about health and i think about you know um people you know and their diets it's like people like you know just like the automotive industry that's what they grew up seeing people's health is like when my grandma grew up eating hog mogs so i'm gonna eat hog mogs you know um you know um and I'm just seeing like this whole nobody in my family went to college, so I'm not going to go to like for real, bro. I'm starting to see it and it's really starting to bother me that you have a, you have a generation of individuals who are trying to get to another level by doing what has always been done. You know what I'm saying? And like holding these values that they grew up like to their heart, you know, and not really realizing like, yo, bro, you can't get to the next level either with the information your people had or doing it just like they were doing it. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how close you are to it. So from a financial standpoint, because I heard Carl talk about the mindset and you guys kind of touch and go, but like, yo, how do you tell somebody who grew up broke, who grew up in poverty, how do you get them to understand money in a way that for real, they just never grew up understanding it. Like, how do we get this to the 80, 20, 80, 20 is powerful. I'm listening to you and like, yo, he telling the truth. Like I've been sitting here just listening the whole time. Like, yo, that's the truth. But I think I have a, I think I have evolved and come out of my mama's, you know what I'm saying? Way of looking at money. You know what I'm saying? My grandmama's, my father, like I've come out of that way. How do we shake them up, Rob, and get people to understand how critical money is and, and, and wealth and taking care of what you have? You, e, this is, that is, this is such an important question, and and we, we ain't gonna let the cat out of the bag just yet. But 
you know, okay. you, you okay. and I collaborating okay. on something where, okay. where we're we going to okay. try to address that. But okay. here's what I'm going to say. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, I think it comes down to exposure, right? Again, I didn't grow up talking about this stuff at the dinner table, but then slowly, you know, in my network, when I went to school, I, I got around some folks who had a little bit different upbringing. And so the conversation at lunch was a little bit different. And so I started getting exposed, you know, to different things. And so the problem with a lot of the kids that you're talking about is that the majority of the images of success that they have seen are athletes and entertainers. And so, but the problem comes in if, if, if you can't rap, act, sing, dance, or do something with a ball, then you don't even know what the other opportunities out there are for you. But I can guarantee you this, there's a whole generation of people who now want to be motivational speakers, coaches. They want to have their own business because they've seen you. They've seen E.T., uh, throughout his whole progression and now they're like you know what that might be that's something that I want to pursue I want to do that and I see somebody that looks like me sounds like me came from where I come from and they've been successful at it so that that gives me hope that I can do it and so I think if we start to expose them to the the largely unseen look these people are out there uh, who have been successful outside of those those areas, but we, we don't, that doesn't get talked about in the media. You don't see them in the newspaper or, or in magazines very much. So if we can show the examples and say, this is, this is somebody that looks like you that has incredible health and this is how they did it. Um, this is like somebody like you that is now the CEO of a major company, so on and so forth, uh, a high, highly paid engineer, whatever that might be. But we have to show, in my opinion, show those examples or they just, you know, they won't, they won't feel like those things are available to them. It's just frustrating, man. Like for real, man, it's just, I'm just being real. Like I said, I'm sitting here listening and, you know, I got a couple questions. Of course, I'm on a different, you know, I'm older. I'm almost 50. So oh, I, I, I thought I, you were saying you're on a different financial plan. <laughs> that too. And just yeah, make us too. all yeah. feel, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> of course, I'm on a different level than y'all. Yeah. I got a private well, vegan I'm, chef. I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying I'm in a different, you know, place, man. When you get my age, you know, you, you, I, I say it all the time, you know, you either here or you're not, you know what I'm saying? And when you, when you almost 50, you know, it's just a sense of urgency that you're operating with, that you don't have to operate in your thirties. And maybe not, some people, Rob, not even, you know, in their early forties, they're not operating from this sense of urgency, but it's like your grandkids are up right above, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I could be a, 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 in the ne in the next year or two years, I could be a grandfather. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh -oh. when you're younger, you talk legacy, you know what I'm saying? You talk legacy, yep. but it, but it's still really theory. It's not theory for me. You know what I'm saying? At any moment, I could have, you know, that second generation and be, you know, a legacy. So I'm not in a position where I can still kind of play with my money or play with this idea of, you know, whatever. My kids are out of school. My daughter's almost, you know, um, she's only, what, 80 credits away from graduating from college. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in a different place, you know, um, you know, but... I, I just know that there's so many people who are tired of losing, you know, who are tired of not experiencing the American dream. And they really don't get, you know, that it's an ideal way. But at the same time, Rob, what bothers me is like, you can't get to that next level because as much as you say you want to get there, you're still holding on to all your mama's values, all your daddy's values. You know what I'm saying? And so with your mouth, you're saying, I'm ready to go to the next level. 
But like you said, in terms of exposure, everything you're doing is what your mm -hmm. parents did. And so you can't expect to have different results if you're doing what they did. Yeah. And, and, and let's I just think be the real. danger and is it, that things are changing so much. Yeah. I mean, look, they closed yeah. they closed the Macy's by y'all. Yeah. You know, so retail yeah. ain't even what it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like the industries and the things have changed so much. And you're so right that the general that was, where were we at? Yes, did you say that yesterday, E? You, that was deep. I didn't even think about that when you said like a lot of stuff when you were talking about health, and you were like, yo, they say a lot of stuff is genetic. And you like, it may not, it may or may not be, but you eating the same things they ate. Mm. So it might not even be that it's genetic, but y'all got the same diet. You know what I'm saying? So if your dad had heart disease, dug on it, and you've been growing up with the exact same diet your dad had, and you got heart disease, is it genetic or both of y'all was eating pig's feet? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there is, you know, there there is that as well. Ian, you made a great point. I promise you. I think that was was that yesterday you said that, and I was like, wow. I didn't yeah, that was yesterday. We, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I'm just saying, Rob. And if you knew that, you know, it's all. I always think, you know, Rob. Not to get too deep, but just even environmental. When you talk about exposure, like my and and I and I probably will never do no real homework on it, but my wife got MS, but her best friend, who was her roommate in college, got it. Mm. You, you know what oh, I'm saying? Wow. And I'm thinking like, man, y'all was in the same dorm room. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to be funny, but this was an older campus. You, you know what I'm saying? So some of it ain't just diet. Some of it is, you know, environmental. Mm -hmm. But but when you know that, Rob, I bet you if I sent my granddaughter to, you know, uh, the university went to, I bet she wouldn't be staying in them same rooms. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I guarantee mm -hmm. you I would have her, you know, in a newly built apartment or something. And so I'm just saying... I think, Rob, a lot of people think that it's this big, you know, these, these big ideas and these big things you have to do in these conferences and these books where it's like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely at a place financially that I never thought I would be at. And it didn't take a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't spend a lot of money. I didn't do the stock exchange. I didn't invest no money. I didn't I did exactly what now Rob is going to help you once you get money but exactly was he what he's saying that's what I did to blow up I, I used my voice I found out that I could speak and I used speaking you know to make money and and, and so I didn't necessarily do uh three jobs or I didn't you know uh invest in some oil that blew up like I usually use myself based on the stuff you say 80 20. I found out what I had a gift in and I spent a majority of the time speaking, not, you know, cooking, not auto mechanic, you know what I'm saying, not engineer. I, I, I found out what I had. So what he's telling y'all, you have to listen to it and not just with that's deep, but you literally have to get off this call and say there were three things he said that I know I can start doing right now. And five years from now, 10 years from now, you're going to wake up and be like, whoa, I'm so glad I started five years ago or 10 years ago and wish I would have started 12, 13 years ago. And you're going to wish you would have started taking Organifi, I mean, at least three <laughs> weeks ago when I first <laughs> mentioned it. All right, uh. this segment is brought to you by Organifi. So here's the deal, right? To thrive in all areas of life, of course, you guys know you need good health, right? And to have good health, you need good energy, all of those things, man. And we've been telling you guys about Organifi for a minute. Shout out to the gentleman who came up to me at the conference and showed me his pack of Organifi. He said, yo, see, I'm on it. 
It's great. I use it every single day. It's helping me tremendously. I feel like my energy's up. He said he cut down on his coffee. He's not drinking coffee anymore and just uh, rolling with the Organifi. And listen, the best thing about the Organifi is it actually tastes good. And for all our listeners, we have a special deal so that you can try it yourself. Use the code SUCCESS at www.organifi.com to receive 20% off your order. Again, Organifi.com, spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Use the promo code SUCCESS and receive 20% off. Uh, You got to try it. Rob, if you haven't tried it, please pick up some Organifi. I promise you, man, it will... um, make dealing with these athletes who blowing their money <laughs> and make dealing with them a lot less stressful because you have a lot more energy around it. Um, but now, man, I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, right. right. And it's yeah, green, no right? Yes, hey, it's green. Yeah. So you, you're just all, look, green, all green, all organic. Yeah. No, 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 nothing in it, man. Money we're green. all trying to get healthier. We all want more energy. Uh, we all want to feel better, man, and this Organifi is the truth, man. I, I stand by it. I love it. I literally use it every single day, no lie. And um, you guys go check it out. And while you're checking it out, use our code SUCCESS and get 20% off. All right, listen, I've been excited to talk to, man, to bring this to the table. Um, and, and the announcement is here. Something that uh, we have, uh, you know, been talking about for a while. We wanted to wait till we got Rob on here. Um, but we are doing something that's never been done by us before, and we're super excited for all of you out there to be able to join us in this. I briefly, lightly mentioned it in the VIP session in D.C., but other than that, we haven't really told anybody. I think we put up a couple of teasers on social media this week, uh, but we have a 100 Days with E.T. challenge that we are beginning September 16th. Now, why September 16th? September 16th is exactly 100 days to Christmas Day, all right? And what we're going to do is we're going to do this 100-day challenge with ET, and every single day for 100 days, we are going to challenge ourselves to meet a particular goal. And on Christmas morning, on the 100th day, when we wake up, that is our Christmas gifts to ourselves, our family, our friends, or whoever. And so whatever your goal is, right, there's going to be some of us who have fitness goals right and we're going to have fitness experts there to help you with that we'll tell you who that is next week right we're going to have you're going to, some of you have financial goals right and rob is going to be here with you i'm going to let rob talk about what he's excited about during this 100 day challenge some of you have marriage goals that et is going to be personally helping out with these marriage goals some of you have focus goals right something you want to focus on some of you want to quit smoking cigarettes some people want to quit drinking a hundred days this is going to be unlike anything that we've ever done it is a 100 day challenge uh sponsored by breathe you and listen man we are going in whatever your goal is we're going to for 100 days create the habit break the habit we're going to reach that financial milestone we are going to go to the next level in our health whether it be i have an idea i'm not going to let the guys say what theirs is until next week next week will be the last podcast before we start the challenge on september 16th but i am super pumped about this because for the first time ever um, we're getting our entire community excited and signed up for this 100 day challenge and we are bringing you the experts to help you go to that next level. Rob, you um, you brought this idea to me and you said, yo, we gotta do it. You know, there's a ton of people out there who need this information, who need the accountability. 
Talk to us about, uh, obviously, you're going to be heading up the financial uh, part of that. You're going to be hosting calls on a weekly basis, answering people's questions about money, about investing, like your direct questions, guys. This is not theory. This is not like on the podcast where I have to ask them, you know, kind of these broad questions. You can literally jump on the phone with Rob and say, hey, here's how much I make. Here's what I do. Here's what I'm looking to invest in. Rob, what are you most excited about during this 100-day challenge? You know, what I'm most excited about is is just seeing people getting in there and taking action and not, you know, we, we love that they, they consume the content, they get fired up, they get energized, they come to the conference. I want to see people get in there and take action because in, in the question that I've asked people when I've done this 100 day challenge with them is what what could you do if you just stopped dabbling? If you just stopped, you know, messing around with it, playing around, and what if you got serious and you went all in for 100 days? What what could you accomplish? Could you get that book done? Mm-hmm. You know, could you could you start your business? Could you get that website up and running? Could you create that app? What what could you do if you just put all of your effort, if you just left it all on the field? for 100 days and i am so excited to see what people uh come with up with i I can't wait till we get started yep and i appreciate yeah i'm I'm geeked up rob is going to be here for you um man we we have another super exciting guest who's going to be a part of this and we have we'll make that announcement um in the future but 100 days yeah let let me let me let me say this real quick see let me say this real quick man you know because you know i try my hardest um, especially on the podcast, you know, because I know people, you know, some people not feeling the whole aggressive ET, you know, the whole in your face, you know, so I try to reserve, you know, what I'm saying myself a little bit, you know, but this is my baby, you know, what I'm saying because when it comes to discipline, like that's my lane, you know, what I'm saying like, you know, it's just what Rob just said, like, I understand, uh, Rob, when you trying to do something, and when you try hard to do something, Rob, versus when you execute. You know what I'm saying? I want to just say that again. There's a difference when you try to do something. Like, you really try. There's a difference when you try hard to do something. And there's a total difference when you're trying to execute. Like, it, like the results, the outcomes are totally, totally different. And so this is my lane right here. I'm not playing. We're talking about going in 100 days, right? 100 days. And, and 100 days and, as Rob was talking about earlier, accountability. Like, somebody in your face, in your space. And so if you felt like, you know, for real, all those plateau people, I hit a plateau, you know, you're talking about I I hit a glass ceiling. Look, I'm going to yank you through that plateau. I'm going to yank you through uh, that glass ceiling. You have some cuts, you know, you have some cuts on your elbow, on your legs, because I'm going to yank. If you tell me you're going to do it, I'm going to yank you through it. And I saw somebody recently who made a bet with somebody and I get the concept. You know, they were betting and saying, like, you know, we're going to bet $500 that you lose weight. And I'm saying, yo, if you would have just come to me and said, E, I'll give you $100 to hold me accountable, I would have let you have the other four. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is you put up a bet, but you're the same person. And so you need for 100 days, you're going to have individuals who are giants in their area. Like, you ain't going to get nobody that's going to get in your face like I'm going to get in your face. Um, our health dude gonna get in your face. Rob gonna get in your face. And we have, I'm talking about, we have intellect. We're competent in our air. See about to get in your face. And not only am I gonna get in your face, I'm going to be right there with you. So for those of you who are to stay ready, 
You saw me after doing about three, four hundred push-ups that day, get up there and knock out a hundred. Like I, I got a push-up goal that I'm doing for a hundred days. Cause it's easy for me to do a hundred here, a hundred there, two, but I'm gonna do every single day I got a goal. Every single day I'm gonna put a certain amount of miles and walking in. Like, yo, I'm about to commit to like, yo, E, you know you can do it, but I'm gonna be real. It's just some stuff I haven't done a hundred straight days. And I'm about, I owe myself to walk into 2018 with the best physique that I've ever had, to be at the best level of my health that I've ever been at. So I'm not, I'm not gonna just tell you 100 days, I'm in it. And I'm gonna do, I, I'm, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. See, gonna tell you what, I think a dollar a day, I'm putting up two dollars a day, cause I got two challenges that I wanna hold myself accountable to. So I'm telling y'all, this is about to be magical. You're about to get 100 days with multiple men and women who are going to push you, pull you. I'm going to tell you this. See, as I get out of here, it was a guy who came up to me today. First time, I was just at the Florence School District. I've never done this in my life. Bro. I was way more, you know, I should say less dynamic, still dynamic, but more a developer, more a facilitator and a trainer. And a dude came up to me who'd been watching me for years, say, yo, E, bro, how'd you do it? I was like, how'd I do what? He's like, yo, E, no, bro, bro, I ain't never seen you like this before, bro. Like, you amazed me. I was like, like, how? He was like, yo, the way you pull and prod and push all at the same. He like, yo, you know when to back up. You know when to push. You know when to pull. And I'm telling you, I'm bringing that same dude a hundred days. I will push you when you need to be pushed. I'll pull you when you need to be pulled. And I'll pause when we need to pause so I can give you time to process what you need to process. But I'm telling you, it's going to be magical. Hey, let me... Christmas come, it's going to be magical. Hey, there was a lady I met this week too and I want to challenge those people out there like, please listen to me. Don't wait, don't wait until you had to hear something crazy to, to, to take a, you know, take this opportunity. There was a lady we met, we went to the, what was it, eat a hip city vegan joint. We were sitting eating at this little vegan restaurant and the lady next to us, shout out to the vegan community. Like they're just friendly. Like they just talk to people. Like we just sitting there and she started talking and she said she had, and I don't know the health, the health jargon, but let's just say she was pre-diabetic. She was like right before she was about to get diabetic. And she said in a matter of weeks, she just changed her diet and she said she went back to the doctor and it was gone. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. In a matter of weeks, it was gone. We talk about a hundred days. This can change your life. Somebody could stop a, an addiction in this hundred days. This can change your life. We're not playing. Yep. I just heard E talk about yep. it. We're not playing. Yeah, no, we are, are super pumped up about it, man. A hundred days. You heard ET. It's a hundred dollars for a hundred days, right? You, those of you been listening to us talking, you know, be you and kind of what we're doing and all those things. And you've been waiting for a good time to jump in. Right now is the time to jump in that 100 day challenge. You heard us, man. You're going to get that book done, lose that weight, start on that journey towards building that company. And you are going to have the people around you. You need to hold you accountable. It was funny after the conference uh, in D.C., somebody came up to me and was like, man, I'm joining Breathe You. I want to be in on the 100 day challenge. I know what I need to do. I'm, uh, he was like, I'm, it's not even an information thing. I got the skill set to do it. He said, I just don't have anybody to hold me accountable towards going after that goal. So for 100 straight days, 
He's doing 100 wake up calls, affirmations like we are literally going in every single day for this 100 days. And on Christmas morning, those of us who chose to participate in this challenge will wake up with that goal accomplished. We'll, we'll tell you guys next week what our particular goals are for the 100 days and you hold us accountable. But we are super pumped, man, and we're going to the next level with this 100-day challenge. Uh, Carl, the website, yes, 100, 100 Days, days with, with ET. ET. Yes, sir. 100, the number, 100, 100dayswithet.com. Yep, 100dayswithet.com. Go there right now. Sign up, man, for this program. It's going to be 100 days of just um, nonstop accountability and everything else. Uh, other than that, Carl, I think, um, man, we can we can get up out of here, man. We have our guests. We don't want to type too too much of his time. Rob, man, thanks a yes, million sir. for joining thanks, us. Rob. Thank you for being a part of the BU family and um, being a part of this 100-day challenge, man. We look forward to jumping on your calls every week, hearing what you have for us. You're going to be going you're going to be going into a lot more. We talked before the call, but you're going to be talking about new industries to make money in and how to kind of diversify your skill set to make money in these new industries and just a ton of other stuff that we talked about that you're going to be hosting a weekly call to actually go over this stuff with people, man, and um, we're excited about that, man and so grateful to you for joining us on the podcast today. You know, we don't do a ton of guests on this podcast, but um, from time to time, man, I, I just know the individuals in my life who've been super helpful to me. I want to be able to expose them to our listeners as well. And so, Rob, let them know where they can reach you at, man, on social media, the email, people got questions. Um, of course, all of our BU people will be up, you know, already included in this challenge. And you guys know Rob because he's been on before. Um, but where can the people find you? Well, first of all, everybody really needs to be in there and breathe you. And they can find me in the financial mastery course right inside Breathe University. So many modules yep. in there. Yep. If people are saying, hey, I, I don't know where to start. That's where they need to start. Get get right in there. Other than that, if they're not quite in yet, they can find me everywhere on social media at Rob Wilson TV, like television, at Rob Wilson TV. And this is, I, I don't know if this is risky or not, but these are your people, so we're going to share it. My email is rob at robwilson.tv. You can get to me directly. I'm ready. To, I, I read every email. I'm ready to answer your questions. And, guys, I just want to say thank you again for having me on. I know you don't have a lot of guests, so so this is a big deal, and I don't take it lightly, man. So so thank you so much for yeah, having me. We still me. don't have a guest, Rob. We still don't have a guest. We got family on. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Guest to our listeners, yeah, not to us. Right. Et man, um, what do we got? Real quick, on November twelfth, LA. Shout out to everybody in LA. We coming to the West Coast. Um, so shout out to the West Coast, man. We can go to a Laker game or something. Are the Lakers playing by then? Maybe we'll go check out the Lakers. Um, hey, West Coast Ballets. All my West Coast Ballets. Watch out that y'all don't oh, get yeah, ET get ready. fired up. If you're on the West Coast <laughs> and you're running the valet, probably at the Western or wherever we're staying, get your <laughs> butt ready. You or uh, we're going to throw you in the, the Gazelle of the Week. And somebody out there, give me a little tune for the Gazelle of the Week. I need a little jingle so we can play it <laughs> when we give them the Gazelle of the Week. We have a little, uh, a, a little song that goes with them. Um, but other than that, November 12th, of course, phenomenalcruise.com. You guys know we're going on the cruise. Um, that's going to be crazy. We're going to have all kinds of sessions on the cruise, man. Getting excited, pumped up about that. Um, anything else, Carl? When is oh, the cruise? That's it. The cruise is the cruise. The cruise is March 4th. So it's coming up sooner than later, Carl. And they still got time to pay for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, get somebody. Come on the cruise, man. We're going cruising and uh, going to have a blast. Uh, Hip Hop Preacher. 
Oh, go leave us a review on iTunes, man. Shout out to everybody who's been going and leaving those reviews. Yes, we go through and you. read those thank reviews, you. guys. We read them and we appreciate them. All of you give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Just click the podcast link. Go right there. Hit review. Boom. Leave us a review, man, so we can keep climbing them charts. You know we're trying to be number one uh, on, in your hearts and on the charts. So, um, yeah, we appreciate that. E.T., Get us out of here on that nugget of the day, man. E, I appreciate you. I know you had a crazy schedule this week. I appreciate you getting it in with us right after your teacher training, right before you go do the vegan thing, which I got some more to say about the vegan thing <laughs> next week, too. I, I feel like I lost a friend, and we got to talk about it, because me and E used to go out to eat, and we used to be like the Smash Brothers, uh, and now we're going out to eat, and E got tofu hey. and all this kind hey. of stuff, hey, and I'm this, still doing my thing, so we're going to talk about that next week, E, because yeah, my feelings hey, are hurt. I felt hey, so bad we were at the restaurant do, yesterday, see. and I was looking at all these fire things on the restaurant. He was down there ordering white rice or what was it some kind of it was a white rice tofu. i don't know what you had down there oh, I, he couldn't oh, even do tofu. he wouldn't even eat the grits with me i'm like e you put <laughs> yeah. me on grits i wasn't even i wasn't even no, a no, grit no. fan he put me on Jeez. grits i'm eating grits by myself lonely hi so mr lonely. lonely i'm talking about lonely bro uh, hey, we'll, we'll break that down next week and am i tripping yeah, no, or no, no. when your friend go vegan do you no, no, feel no, like no. you lost this, a friend hey, e get us out of here on that nugget of the day and by nugget i mean vegan nugget I know. Hey, Not a chicken. Carl, Carl yeah. this is all I want to say, Carl. All I want to say is just pray that the legions come off and we can go oh, eat no some doubt. chicken tomorrow. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. You know what, hey, what is the next time? Hey, come on home, yeah. baby. Hey, you yeah. remember when this, Pippen it, stuck out his shoe and had the Jordan symbol on the back and was uh, like signaling come back? That's how I feel like yeah. I am with no, eating I'm chicken. I'm coming back. I'm coming back, bro. I just need to get this, get these legions off her brain, yeah. and then I'm coming right back. That's all I vegan, need. Hey, we'll be waiting. We'll be waiting guy. with open arms. That's it. Vegan yeah, with yeah. a purpose. Hey, so, that's <laughs> it. That's it, Carl. That, I like that, Carl. Oh, man, put vegan that on the t-shirt. Huh? Yeah, I like that, Carl. Well, so can hey, we make uh, uh, chicken with a purpose? Is that? It <laughs> <laughs> don't have no, the same ring to it. Yeah, that ain't gonna help. You know what I'm saying? Hey. That for wing stop for now. We'll let the commercial <laughs> right, right. for now speak, speak for our love. Yeah, we'll let the commercial speak for our love. So uh hey no, for, for but for real guys, I just wanted to say real quick, when we talk about this hundred day challenge, like for real, you literally have the opportunity, nobody's holding you back, to give yourself the gift of health. Are you hearing me? Like you heard what Carl said, it's in your power, it's in your possession to give yourself the gift of health life to give yourself the gift of health and i know a young man who could cook could smash could throw down you know was obese end up having a heart attack you know and they were able to help him out then he had some surgery end up getting cancer or something i remember afterwards he could not change his diet to save his life and it, we, we the same age and this may be two three years ago i watched my man you know leave his life way too soon with two daughters you know, because for real, he just couldn't discipline. You look, you got a hundred days. Give yourself the gift of health. Give yourself a gift of life. There's some of you who are addicted to drugs. Look, for real, you 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 can join with us. You don't have to do it alone. It's the dream team, baby. Give yourself the gift of life. There are those of you out there, look, you've been broke for a long time. You've been poor for a long time. You've been losing financially for a long time. Hey, you you have an opportunity to give yourself the gift of wealth. Like it's in your possession, it's in your power. You can make this thing happen. And those of you terrible relationships, whether it's your spouse, your children, for a hundred days, go in with us. Think this thing through. Look guys, you have the opportunity 
to get the gift of love. It's all yours, the gift of love, the gift of life, the gift of health, like the gift of freedom. Like it's all yours. So it's your boy E.T. said for real, you owe you. Yep, you owe you. There's some gifts you shouldn't look for somebody else to give you. These are the gifts that you should give yourself. So join us, man. Come in, come on, join us. You know all we do is win, y'all. You know that. We're not saying we perfect and things don't happen, but we're telling you all we do is win, no matter what. So come join the winning team. Get on the winning team so you can go into 218. Oh, oh man, that rhymes, see? <laughs> I like that. I like that. Get on the winning team. So in 2018, for real, all you're doing is winning, no matter what. So if you're tired of losing and you're ready to win, come join this I'm talking about phenomenal team. That's not ET, not just CJ no more, not just Carl, not not just Josh, not just the ETA family. We bringing the Robs on and the other people on. So hey y'all, join the winning team, y'all. 100 days with ET.com. We look forward to seeing you. We are starting this thing September 16th. And on Christmas morning, those of us who stepped up to take that challenge, man, our lives will be changed forever. We'll tell you next week what our goals are. Think about what yours are, but don't think about signing up. Go do it right now. 100 Days with ET. We love y'all. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.